It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. Well, everyone, we've got a great show for you today. I'm going to be introducing you to a new diva. Her name is Emma Wood, and Emma is a published photographer, and she's doing some pretty amazing things, and I can't wait to get to know her like all of you. So welcome to the show, Emma. I'm so happy to have you. Oh, thank you so much. I am so happy and uh, excited to be here. <laughs> well, I, I know what you do, and I love it. I Like, I was going through your website, and it's absolutely beautiful. But before we kind of dive into that, would you mind spending a few moments uh, introducing yourself to all of our listeners today? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I am also, um, I, I was going to say I'm also an Albertan, but obviously from my accent, you can tell that I am not an Albertan, <laughs> but I do live in Alberta and have done for the past 10 years. My hubby and I moved here uh, from West Yorkshire in England, and we set up home here uh, in the middle of nowhere. And we literally just celebrated uh, 10 years, and I cannot believe how fast that has gone. Um, but yeah, we uh, we are parents to two adorable little bunnies, <laughs> rabbits. Um, those are our kids, and yeah, we're here in the country, just uh, just loving life. And uh, when I'm not busy with my businesses, I am either reading on the sofa or enjoying the outdoors or swinging around the pole. I love the pole dancing and. <laughs> kickboxing and different things like that and uh, yeah that's really me in a nutshell (laughs) oh I love it I think you're absolutely extraordinary I'm going to ask you how was it moving from the UK over to Canada was that a big shock for you oh yeah it was um, yeah we actually when we booked our flight to move here we actually booked a return flight for three months later just in case it didn't work out and um, mm-hmm. my hubby, he got more homesick than I did. Um, but I was like, you know what? If you get to the three-month mark and you're still feeling this way, we can go home. Um, but, yeah, no, we stuck it out, and we're so glad we did. Like, yeah, it's there's way more opportunities. Like, I would not be doing what I'm doing now, I believe, if I had stayed in England. Like, I used to be a police officer. And, um, yeah, so that was quite mm-hmm. the career change. <laughs> That's a big career change, definitely. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. I mean, I'm so, so grateful for all that I learned doing that job. I did it for six years, and I um, I specialize in rape investigation and dealing with vulnerable victims. And, and I do feel like somewhat of that uh, translates into what I do now you know what I love that and I now I can understand that a little bit more by knowing what you are doing uh, as a career and I love that and can you let's just transition perfectly into what you are doing with 
some amazing women in Alberta here. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a boudoir and personal branding photographer and self-love advocate. So I basically help women find the comfort and courage to be exactly who they are, um, build that confidence, um, you know, embark on that self-love journey. And, um, yeah, even though my business is uh, photography uh, and I shoot out of uh, my studio in my home, um, you know, only so much can be done in one uh, photo shoot or one afternoon. So I also created um, a community uh, of like-minded women who, you know, basically are going along that solo self-love journey. Um, but just because it's your own personal journey doesn't mean you can't do it alone. So I brought people together. Oh, my goodness. I love that. And that is so important. You know, we definitely need to have those connections. Uh, We need to have those relationships in order for us to, you know, do the healing processes or, you know, the more the self-development part of it, our lives. And with your photography, I want to ask you, why did you start that? Like, why did you go from one career to something, to a career like this? Like, I can see the journey and I know what you're doing, but what made you really decide to do that? Yeah, well, I mean, I have asked myself the same question. How do I go from police officer to boudoir photographer? Like, there was definitely um, a missing connection for a little while. Um, But like I referred to earlier, I I do think there is a a bigger connection than, than, you know, most people see. Um, For boudoir, like, I have been behind the camera since I was about seven. My mom, uh, that was her favorite hobby, and I just kind of followed along with what she was doing. So when I had to make um, that move from England to Canada, and, you know, I I was ready for a career change, even though, you know, being a police officer was something that I wanted to do from being eight years old, I realized, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't for me, um, that it wasn't suited to who I am as a person. And because I had the opportunity to move to another country and start fresh, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do something that is more suited to who I am. And I kept thinking, okay, I want to do something I'm passionate about. I'm a creative person. I'm super positive. It needs to be in alignment with all of those things. I kept coming back to photography and laughing at the idea at first because I'm like, how the heck am I going to make money taking pictures? It's just a hobby and it's what I love to do. But I couldn't let go of the idea and I thought, well, you know, screw it. I've, you know, found the courage to move to a whole new country. I'm pretty sure I can find the courage to give this a go. So, yeah, that's exactly what I did. I started shooting everything and anything from screaming babies to big, you know, JCB machines and families, weddings, like like all of it. I didn't really care. I was basically just a, a girl with a camera and enthusiasm, and I knew that I wanted to create something to do with photography. And it wasn't until I actually stepped in front of the camera myself, not that I was camera shy ever, but I just, 
I just thought, no, I'm always the one behind the camera. And I hear that a lot from photographers that they're like, no, no, I'm good behind it. But I feel like I've grown a lot as a person from being in front of it, um, putting myself in my client's uh, shoes. So, yeah, a couple of years into my um, photography business journey, I decided to book myself in for a boudoir shoot. Um, I wanted to be treated just like my clients get treated, you know, hair and makeup, the whole work. And even though I had been shooting boudoir, um, I was still nervous. And I'm like, why the heck am I nervous? I'm not, like, I know what to expect. But really, it just comes down to the whole vulnerability and putting your trust in somebody else. Like, are they going to make me look good in mm-hmm. these pictures and, and all of that kind of thing. And um, so, yeah, I was nervous, but honestly, within minutes of being in front of the camera, it was so much fun. And, um, yeah, I just, I felt beautiful. I felt empowered and I wanted to do it all again. And I hadn't even seen a picture yet. So it was, it was pretty much right there. That, that changed my whole confidence. Like I had been working on my confidence um you know my hubby really helped with that by showering me with compliments and and you know I was soaking it in slowly but surely but it was this that really made the impact for me and I realized that then that that was my passion and purpose and you know I just wanted to help others to find the comfort to be exactly who they want to be um and yeah so I from that moment I was like you know what boudoir is it for me um it took a a few years extra for me to kind of let go of the other things and really just focus on this but for the last probably three years that's all I do now specialize and it's beautiful like the first the photos that I've seen that you've done are absolutely beautiful and I can see why somebody would want to get this done you know, to have that, to feel good, to look at a photo of yourself and feel so good about yourself. And why do you think that's important, especially right now? Oh, well, especially right now because, you know, we're, we're at home. We're not seeing anyone. We're in our sweatpants or pajamas. With, you know, we can't even be bothered to put our sweatpants on. And that really does something to us. Um, it's not about or we have to get dressed up to look a certain way. Um, We have to put that effort in for ourselves, and it really does make us feel different. And like I say, you know, you're going to walk away with pretty pictures from doing a boudoir shoot, but more than that, um, more than seeing your beauty, you're really going to feel it. Um, And I, yeah, that is super important, um, because if we don't feel... Well, it's not just about, you know, feeling beautiful isn't just about, you know, um, the aesthetics of the word, right? Beautiful is all about what we're capable of. It's about our confidence. It's about our strength. It's, it's you know, all those good things inside of us, happiness. I think that's so important. And there's a trend, isn't there? A lot more people are starting to get this stuff done. Oh yeah, yeah. I um, 
So I said that a couple of years in, I have my first boudoir shoot, but actually if we rewind a little bit, my sister and I were playing around with my mom's camera and we're like, oh, let's take pictures of each other and create a calendar for our boyfriends. And so we were taking <laughs> pictures of each other before we even knew what the heck boudoir was. And, um, and I don't even think I associated my business with that little calendar shoot that we did because it was just like some fun, but I look back now and I'm like, oh yeah, that's totally what we were doing. Um, but yeah, when I when I was first building a boudoir business, it was a little bit of a struggle just because it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't so out there. People weren't really understanding what it was about. Uh, I do think there is still somewhat of uh, a little bit of a stigma on it in that, you know, you have to get dressed up in sexy laundry and you have to have somebody to do it for. And, you know, it is it even porn? Like some people can even associate it with that. But like it's, it's totally not that at all. And I think like you said, there's a trend and more people are realizing that, you know what, I don't need anyone else to do this for but me. Um, and I'm always encouraging my clients, like, be you. You do not need to go out there and buy sexy lingerie if that is not you. Like, dig out your chunky sweater out of your closet and we'll work with that. Um, and, yeah, I think the more people that are looking into it and they're telling their friends and, you know, as humans, we're, we're natural followers. So when one person does it and then the next person and it kind of populates like that and... Um, yeah, so it is becoming a lot more common and it's becoming um, a bigger tool than it ever has been for self-care and self-love. Oh, that's wonderful. And I know because you are located in Alberta that a lot of our international listeners, like this wouldn't pertain to them, but you had mentioned your a quote there, be you. And do you have a clothing collection, though, that's called be you? Can we talk about that? Because I love these, the clothing that you have posted here. Why did you decide to do that? And, you know, tell us a little bit more about it. Absolutely, yeah. Well, um, it's basically um, the BU mantra for me comes from when I was in school and I was bullied. Um, picked on, laughed at, tormented, whatever you want to call it. Um, and even then, at that young age, I realized that I would rather be authentic and lonely than fake with fake friends. So that's where the whole be you thing came from. And it actually started out as a gift idea for my clients. So I got T-shirts made up, well, tank tops, and they would come in for their um, shoot, and I would give them their pictures with a tank top that said, um, oh, what does it say now? Uh, boudoir beauty. Um, and then people kind of like, oh, they loved it, but they said, well, how about doing one that doesn't have boudoir on it? So I kind of ran with it and didn't think it was going to go anywhere. And then before I knew it, I had a whole clothing line with all different sayings. Um, they all have BU um, incorporated into the phrase or the, the saying somehow. Um, 
And it's just that extra reminder. Yeah, I've got this. This is who I am, and I'm totally going to embrace it. Oh, wow. And that's what we need. We need to have that, you know, belief in ourselves and that self-confidence, you know, to have, it's sometimes difficult. And I think that a lot of us have experienced that in the last 18 months is being by ourselves and trying to reevaluate how the world is. Um, I think when you have that confidence, you can, you can kind of figure things out and you can kind of, my, my saying is just keep swimming. You just keep swimming through these little ups and downs in life and, get to where you need to be. And I think that's what you're doing. You're giving, helping yeah. women find that within themselves. Yeah. Well, that that's definitely my mission. <laughs> that's my goal in life is just, yeah, bring, bring us all together. I'm all about community over competition. I want, you know, like I said, I was picked on at school, but lucky for me, I had a really loving family and a great upbringing and I, as much as I knew what it felt like to be, um, you know, judged and picked on, I also knew what it felt like to be loved, wanted, to feel special. And I mm-hmm. I just want to pay that forward to, to other people. I, you know, it, obviously now I know that a lot of bullies are being bullied, whether it's by their peers or at home or something, bullies are usually being bullied. I didn't get that at the time. I get it now. And, um, yeah, so I, not everybody has that love or support system. And so I thought, you know what, I would like to be that for other people. Oh, thank you so much for doing that. That is very inspiring. Uh, I love it when I hear stories like that because, it's always that pay it forward, you know, that ripple effect that, you know what, you're going to do something kind for somebody. Well, they're going to do something kind for somebody else. And that trickling effect, it really changes the world. It really does. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I, I just, I always, I made a promise to myself, um, even back then that I would always be kind to myself because, you know, sometimes, um, there's bullies out there as we know and they're not kind and, and I just don't want to be that bully whether it's to myself or to others and I'm hoping that bringing these like-minded you know, people together into the community that we have more of that trickle effect Oh I love it How can people become a part of this community? How, how can they book appointments with you? How can they get a hold of your clothing and how can they be a part of everything that you're doing? Yeah, so I my website pretty much has it all on there. It's got my photography, my clothing, and the link uh, to the BU Uplifted group. So BU Uplifted is um, the community. Uh, so my website is prettyasapicture.ca. And, uh, yeah, everybody is welcome. It is a women's only uh, Facebook group. Um, I do realize that, you know, there's men out there struggling, there's kids out there struggling. Um, The reason I decided to focus on women is because I think um, we tend to open up a little bit more um, around, um, you know, if if we're, if we're all women, <laughs> I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And do you, for your community, 
do you have like do you do zoom meetings and stuff like that also or is this just strictly on the facebook well most of it is facebook so actually each month uh we have a topic of discussion and then each week of that month is broken down into a different topic so for example april is self-confidence um so every topic we pick is all under the umbrella of self-love so we have like self-awareness self-acceptance uh self-confidence all that kind of thing so this month is self-confidence and the uh, subtopics of that are self-esteem self-worth and this week we're talking about you know next week we're talking about abilities and limitations and then usually we finish off the month uh, with a week-long challenge. So we'll incorporate all the different um, topics that we've discussed uh, over the last few weeks, and we bring it all together and get you to really, you know, delve in and work on yourself. So there are some members that just kind of watch from the sidelines, but every now and then, it, every now and then they'll send me a message and they're like, I'm not. I'm not um, like posting or commenting, but I am watching and you're really helping. Um, and then you have oh, others good. that are, are regular, you know, um, interactors and they'll post their own things and inspire others and, and do the challenges and different things like that. Um, and then we also have, uh, we set up events. So obviously right now it's not in person, but um, we'll do Zoom events, social, you know, whether it's um, just a fun Mm -hmm. quiz night or uh, actually when the restrictions were lifted a little bit, we did get together uh, for a walk outside. Um, So, yeah, we we vary it up. Um, it's It's just about making friends. Oh, I love that. Sounds like so much fun. Well, I'm, I'm going to ask you one of our things, just we're going to be tying up the show here. What kind of tips, what tools, things would you love to share with our listeners today? Okay. Um, well, I think it is super important. Um, well, for me, I walk the talk. So all the things that I put out there for my followers and members to do, I make sure that I do them. I put myself out there. I do all the things, even, you know, if they – um, make me feel uncomfortable or vulnerable. Um, I want to show that there is strength in vulnerability, and uh, that's how we grow our confidence by being outside of our comfort zone. That's why I get in front of the camera when usually I'm behind it. And um, one of, I guess one of, well, I have two big tips, I guess. So one of them is. I journal every day, and uh, I'm actually going to incorporate that into my um, business business model. I'm going to create boudoir subscriptions, um, and it's going to involve um, self-love journaling, uh, working up towards your boudoir shoot. So I guess that's a little insight uh, secret <laughs> that's coming soon. Um, so, yeah, journaling every day. I... Um, I've helped a friend. Uh, we're in our second year of journaling together. Um, we're each other's accountability partners. And I actually reached out to her um, at, just before COVID all started, so the beginning of last year. And I actually had this little mini mission that I was going around and 
videoing um, whoever I came across and I was telling them that they were beautiful and telling them why. And um, this one day, uh, it was my client, she came to pick up her pictures and I said, you know, Kate, um, you're so beautiful and this is why. And she she cried and it, it brought her to tears and I'm like, don't cry, I mean it, <laughs> like you are. So she went away, I went away, and I could not stop thinking about it. And I'm like, I, I have to do, the, there's something more I need to do here. So I reached out to her and I said, how do you fancy, like, getting together and um, working together? I didn't even, I don't even know if I even said journaling at first. I just, I don't think I even knew what it looked like. I just knew I needed to help her. Um, but it did turn out into journaling accountability. And uh, I asked her a few questions at, when we first met. And then um, it was questions like, you know, what are your confidence levels at? What would you do with more confidence? What do you enjoy doing? And different things. And six months down the line, I actually found the piece of paper with all her answers on and things. And I asked her again after we'd been journaling for it every day for six months and um, her answers answers had completely changed her confidence had totally turned around just by journaling so it's very oh, wow. powerful i very i absolutely recommend it um and yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna add it um to my services and the other Ooh, I thing i it. wanted to say, yeah the other thing i wanted to say too is i always refer to my body as a her instead of an it because you're more likely to think of her in a kind and loving manner um, rather than you know judging it because it's just an it um, so I'll you know I love my body I, I don't love it every like all day every day but I love her because you know I look in the mirror I admire her beauty and her strength and, and I I see you know, I don't like using the word flaws, um, but, you know, I see things that might not be, um, I guess, in society classed as beautiful, but I don't ignore them. I acknowledge them, and over time, I work on it, and that love eventually appears. So that would be my recommendation, is think of your body as a her and not a hit, and uh, it, and um, shower it with love. Shower her with love. <laughs> well, Emma, I love those tips. I think they're very powerful, and I hope that all of our listeners really take that. And I think they're, that's really important. Oh my goodness, Emma, I had such a great time today. Thank you so much for being my guest. I hope you come back on oh. again. Oh, I'd love to. That would be so amazing. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you are so welcome. We, well, I learned a lot from you today. And as I said earlier, I love your website and everything that you're doing to promote self-confidence, self-love within, you know, an, a woman. I think it's so important. I think that we need more of that. Uh, and I think it really helps us. And, and it, it definitely helps with mental health issues and things like that, too. So thank you for everything that you're doing out there. You are so welcome. Thank you. And to all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you check out Emma's website at prettyasapitcher.ca and check out everything that she is doing. I'm going to be posting all of her information on our social media links also, so you can check that out. 
and you can send it to your friends and family. Well, everyone, that's a wrap for today. I hope that you enjoyed this as much as I did. Um, make sure you check out all of our other hosts at divasatcare.com. And until next time, make sure you do something kind for somebody. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.